Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Dolphins Rewind on the home of every Miami Dolphins game. AM 560, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Lexus, who invite you to see, hear, feel, and experience amazing. Dolphins versus Jets today, everybody. Good morning. Solana here coming to you live from Jersey City in New Jersey. I'll be at MetLife Stadium later today for the Dolphins and Jets. A 1 p.m. kickoff. It's like 45 degrees currently right now. And uh, that's freezing for a kid that was born and raised in Miami. So it'll be a, uh, a pretty cold one here at MetLife Stadium today. I guess not too bad, though, considering it is late November. Could be a lot worse. A ton of stuff to get to today ahead of the Dolphins versus Jets game. Miami had the weekend off after we all remember their Thursday night victory over the Baltimore Ravens and the Jets coming off a 45-30 to loss to the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen kind of just had his way versus the New York Jets last week. Good news today is Tua's going to be starting for Miami. Looks like that finger... I think it's still injured, but shouldn't keep him from the field. Tua was a full participant in practice Thursday and Friday. I'll have the full injury report that was released Friday for you coming up later on in the show. So unless anything unforeseen happens this morning, we'll see Tua go today for Miami. And the hope is to see him take advantage, right, of a pretty bad Jets defense that has had basically no answer for any quarterback this season. And if you remember, last time we saw Tua was Thursday night. Stepped in the game and looked really solid. I know the numbers weren't super flashy. And considering he only played one half of football, that's kind of expected. But Tua made the plays he needed to make. Uh, It included the longest play of his career to Albert Wilson. That essentially sealed that victory for Miami. Remember, Tua ended up sneaking the ball in. Fans at Hard Rock Stadium were chanting, Tua, Tua. It it was truthfully an all-around great night for the second-year quarterback. And who knows, like this could be one of those breakout games against a, a Jets team all around right now is struggling. I was watching some uh, some Robert Sala, their head coach, some uh, some of his press conferences for earlier this week preparing for the broadcast. And not that he sounds dejected because he did the whole thing where, you know, this team is going to bounce back. He has no doubt about it. But man, like you could tell right now, 
he is going through it with that Jets media circus. And um, their quarterback situation is kind of in shambles as well. How about the big story today? It's Joe Flacco starting versus the Miami Dolphins. What is this, 2010? What, What year are we in? Is this 2021 or 2010? Joe Flacco will be starting versus Miami today. And if you're like me, you heard that news earlier this week, and you said, hold on, they're not starting Mike White, who I know he struggled against Buffalo, but had been playing pretty decent football since their Thursday night win a couple weeks ago. And Zach Wilson, their first round pick this year, still hurt. And they're going with 36-year-old Joe Flacco after what this Dolphins defense did to Lamar Jackson, the most versatile, mobile, electrifying quarterback in the NFL on Thursday night football primetime. After what they did to him, four sacks, seven quarter, uh, QB hits versus Lamar Jackson, you're starting washed up 36-year-old Joe Flacco. Thank you, New York Jets. <laughs> Thank you, New York Jets, for gifting what should be a Miami Dolphins victory. That was my reaction earlier this week. And you know what? I still feel that way. The line shifted in favor of the Miami Dolphins. I think it started at Dolphins minus three on the road in New York. And when Joe Flacco was named the starter, it moved to Dolphins minus three and a half. Um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't understand the logic there if you're the New York Jets. I guess it's, hey, the Dolphins struggle to, uh, to put points on the board and they've done, they, they've done so, right? They've, they've struggled to put points on the board all season long, bring in the veteran, play conservative, try to move the ball on the ground, don't make any mistakes, and we'll be in the game late because the Dolphins can't put points on the board against anybody. I guess that's the idea there from the New York Jets, but I don't understand how you could watch Javon Holland, Brandon Jones, Christian Wilkins, who is questionable for today, and Zach Sealer, The tape from these guys last week, getting to Lamar Jackson, confusing the potential MVP of the NFL. Again, one of the most electrifying players in the NFL. Do what that Dolphins defense did, applying pressure to Lamar and basically look, make him look average, right? Like that's what they did to Lamar Jackson. I don't understand how you're the Jets. You see them do that against Lamar. And you're like, yeah, we're going to go with 36-year-old Joe Flacco. All right, New York. All right. Bold move there. But guess what? I'm not complaining because I want to see the Dolphins pick up another victory today. Listen, they've won two straight. This is a chance for them now to win three straight football games after dropping seven. And uh, seven straight, that is. And I I understand right now we shouldn't be talking about the playoffs. And that's fine. But we don't have to talk about the playoffs because... Right now, it, it it's it's not realistic to be doing that. But I will say this. You look at the Miami Dolphins' schedule the rest of the way. And we've done this. I think I did it last week. But this cannot be a game if you're the Dolphins that you drop. It just absolutely cannot. The Jets are a really bad football team. I truthfully believe that the Dolphins are playing better. They're a different team than they were when... They lost to the Bills even just a couple weeks ago, 26-11, to when they lost to the Falcons, when they lost to the Jaguars. You have the Panthers next week, who they figured it out last week with Cam Newton, but I'm still not sure 
if uh, if you know Cam Newton is is gonna turn things around over there in Carolina. Um, then you have the Jets who are struggling at home, back to back home games. You host the Jets after your bye week, three straight home games against teams that are either under 500 or just not very good. And then you have the Saints, Monday Night Football, the Titans without Derrick Henry, and then you're back at home to host the New England Patriots, who right now are the hottest team in the NFL. So, um, again, those three games, though, Jets today, hosting the Panthers, hosting the Giants, hosting the Jets, like potentially the Miami Dolphins can rattle off if they win today. Maybe you beat the Panthers at home, should beat the Giants at home, should beat the Jets again at home. I mean, that's potentially six straight victories right there that you could pick up. And it's not that unrealistic because all these teams are bad. I hate doing this, but going back into that that schedule and looking at the Jaguars loss, looking at the Falcons loss, man, even that Colts loss was a bad one. You had the Raiders in overtime on the road week two or week three, I should say, this Dolphins team, they're three and seven. For sure, the losses to Atlanta and to Jacksonville should have been victories. There's no doubt about that. Shouldn't have lost that game. You should be four and five right now. And um, the the loss to Las Vegas as well in overtime, uh, had you not settled for the field goal and tried to win the game, um, could be five and four. You could be five and four if you're the Miami Dolphins. But unfortunately, that's not the way it worked out. And right now, they're looking at a situation where they're clearly on the outside looking in. You look at the AFC East, the Bills, they're six and three. They're coming off that victory over New York last week. And the Bills will play the Colts today. They're hosting them 1 p.m. And man, the Patriots. I saw Dave Hyde in the South Florida Sun Sentinel, he wrote something um, that I'm sure Dolphins fans weren't happy with, but here's the headline. Uh, We don't really have too much time to get to talk about the Patriots anyways, but Dave Hyde of the Sun Sentinel, the headline was, with Dolphins and Jets in latest rebuild bowl, Patriots again show how it's done. And as much as I hate to admit it, because man, do I hate Bill Belichick, and I know all of you do as well. And you can't can't deny that it's impressive what the New England Patriots are doing with Mac Jones, who's a rookie. And I don't want to do the, is Mac Jones better than Tua thing? Like, I don't know. All I know is that um, coming into the season, I really thought this Dolphins team was going to be contending for a playoff, uh, at least in contention, for a playoff berth. And right now, they're far from it. And the New England Patriots, with a rookie quarterback, they spend a ton of money in free agency. Typically, that doesn't work out in favor of a team. And it's working for them because they're 7-4. and four. They just blew out um, on, on Thursday Night Football, a team that beat the Miami Dolphins a couple weeks ago. And uh, they're getting it done. There's no other way to put it. As for the rebuild bull that Dave Hyde says in the Sun Sentinel, the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets, New York 2-7. and seven. They're desperate for a victory Miami Dolphins 3-7 and seven, as I mentioned and are desperate for another big game from Tua Tungavailoa. But really, it's this Dolphins defense. If they're going to pick up victories, if they're going to go on a little run here, win three, four, maybe five straight games, it's going to come because this Dolphins defense, starting with today, is going to pick up where they left off versus 
the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night football and just get bleep done. Figure it out. You're playing Joe Flacco. Send pressure today, right? Is everybody in agreement with me? Send pressure today against the 36-year-old immobile Joe Flacco. I remember uh, earlier this week, Brian Flores was kind of talking about, it could have been last week actually on Friday or, or maybe Saturday, one of his press conferences after the Thursday night football victory. And they're asking him, you know, the way you pressured Lamar Jackson, the way you sent blitzes, I think it was the most any team has blitzed this season in a regular season game. The way you found success doing that versus Lamar Jackson, are you going to continue doing it? And Brian Flores played it down. He said, listen, that scheme and strategy worked against Baltimore. There's no guarantee if that's going to be the, the the scheme for any game moving forward. And, and we know what Flo is doing there, right? He's not going to tip his hat and say, hell yeah, we're going to come out and we're going to blitz everybody nonstop. That's right. That's what we're doing. Offenses around the NFL, get ready. New York Jets, get ready because that's what we're doing. We know Flo. He doesn't review anything. Everything is top secret within the Miami Dolphins organization, especially in regards to Brian Flores and what he's thinking and what he's doing and talking about with the rest of his team. But we know that's what they're going to do, right? And if it's not, then I, I will be very upset if the Miami Dolphins are not sending pressure consistently throughout this game. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I will be astonished because, again, with the way it worked against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, you're facing an old guy. You're facing an old guy today in Joe Flacco. You just got to do it. There's no other way around it. You've just got to do it. I was looking here at uh, you know who the, the experts are taking today in Week 11. Man, how is it Week 11 already? That is crazy. Who the experts are taking today. Um, and, man, people are... I guess I don't want to say people are back. The national media is back on the Dolphins bandwagon because they're playing the Jets. So whatever. Nobody has any faith in the Jets right now, especially with Joe Flacco starting. But yeah, Pete Prisco, CBS Sports, Dolphins. Um, uh, the ESPN Jets reporter, Rich Simini, Dolphins. Mike Florio, I heard him on with Joe Rose on Friday. He's taking the Finns. Greg Rosenthal, NFL.com. He's taking the Finns. Let's see who else I, I had written down here. Jason LaCamfora, CBS Sports. He's got the Finns. Will Brinson, CBS 4. He's got the Finns. Uh, Marcel-Louis Jacques, ESPN Dolphins reporter. You know he's taking the Finns. Everybody right now is expecting the Miami Dolphins to, uh, to win this game. And, man, it'll be very, very disappointing if they're not able to pull it out today versus the struggling New York Jets. This is a rivalry, right? Uh, I'm a South Florida kid. I don't like any of the New York teams. Uh, the Knicks come to town. Get out of here with the Knicks. Always want the Miami Heat to beat the Knicks. The Mets come into Lone Depot Park to face the Marlins. No matter no matter how bad the Marlins are playing, uh, kick the Mets' ass, please. And there's no difference between the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. Some of the best South Florida, or, or one of the best South Florida sports rivalries. We have, dating back to the Monday Night Football stuff, the fake Marino spike. Um, I can't stand the New York Jets. I want to see the Dolphins win today. But coming up in the next segment, a couple guys who are pretty prominent in this Dolphins organization, on this Dolphins team, that are downplaying the rivalry. 
today's rivalry between Miami and New York. And as much as I love these two particular guys, I'm a little disappointed with what they had to say about the rivalry between the Dolphins and the Jets. I'll explain next on the Miami Dolphins Rewind Show here on 560 WQAM. This is Dolphins Rewind on the home of every Miami Dolphins game. AM 560 WQAM and streaming on the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Lexus, who invites you to see, hear, feel, and experience amazing. Drinking some coffee here to start the morning off. Trying to stay warm. It's cold up here, man. Some of you, uh, some of you texted in. Forty-five degrees isn't cold, Solana. What are you talking about? Man up. I'm cold from Miami. What's it in Miami right now? Let's check. Let's check the uh, the weather so I can be jealous of all of you right now. Uh, whew. it is a nice seventy-five degrees. In Miami, but I see here just rain all throughout the weather app. So it's probably <laughs> it's probably pouring and will be raining for most of your day. Uh, it's actually might rain here today. I'm looking at the weather app. Might rain here today. There's a 45% chance of rain currently for or at the Meadowlands, but hopefully that's not the case. I'll be heading out there again in about an hour or two. We got the Dolphins and Jets today at 1 p.m. So I was talking to you about the Jets rivalry, the Miami Dolphins rivalry, and I was cutting up Flow Sound and Tua Sound and Xavier Howard Sound all throughout the week as I do every week preparing for the broadcast. And a couple clips that really stood out to me. You're talking Dolphins and Jets. It's a rivalry. There's no other way around it, right? No Dolphins fan likes the Jets, and no Jets fan likes the Dolphins. And maybe the Jets right now have a little more disdain for the New England Patriots because the Pats have dominated the AFC East now for two decades. And and right now, maybe it's the Dolphins fan who hates the Buffalo Bills fans and the Buffalo Bills a little bit more because right now it's the Bills who are on top. But make no mistake about it. I mean, there is no love between the Dolphins and Jets. It just is what it is. It's sports. It's what makes sports fun. We don't like the Jets. They don't like us. When the Dolphins play the Jets at home, there are way too many Jets fans. And when the Dolphins play up here in New York, or not in New York, in New Jersey, eh, there's a bunch of Dolphins fans who show up. There is such a large Miami Dolphins fan base up here in this area. It's what makes this game fun today. These are two below 500 teams. Two and seven are the New York Jets. The Miami Dolphins are three and seven. There's no, right now, anyway, there's no real playoff aspirations for either of these teams. What makes this game fun today is nothing more than the fact that these are two teams who hate each other. Period. End of story. And there was a Sun Sentinel article by David Furones, who covers the Miami Dolphins. And the headline was Dolphins-Jets rivalry may be down, but there's still plenty to see in Sunday's matchup. And I love how he began the article. He writes, this isn't the Miami Dolphins and New York Jets facing off in the 1982 AFC Championship game. It's not Dan Marino's fake spike or the Jets' Monday night miracle. It's not even the Dolphins spoiling the Jets' Week 17 playoff hopes in 2011 
or New York returning the favor in the regular season finale two years later. It's a rivalry that's been relatively dormant for the better part of the, de- of the past decade, a process only made more difficult by Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, but there's still plenty to see when the Dolphins kick off against the Jets for another installment of their rivalry, which will break a 55-55-1 to and series tie at 1 p.m. on Sunday at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Great points there. This isn't the Marino fix bike game. Nothing really on the line today other than who's going to take the official series lead. But it's still Dolphins-Jets. And Brian Flores and Tua Tungavailoa, two very bright football minds, are downplaying this rivalry. Listen to what Brian Flores, your head coach of the Miami Dolphins, had to say when asked about the significance of today's game. And this is earlier in the week. So he's asked about the significance of Sunday's game, today's game, and the rivalry between the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. You know, for me, every like you said, every week is you know, that's our biggest rival. I think for for fans, I mean, yeah, I think that's that that exists for for us and our team. I think it's there's not more energy put into this game than every other game. There's not more build up excitement, preparation for what you know some may consider a rivalry game. Than, I mean, every game's important in this league, so um, it's really the same approach. Look, I get Brian Flores's coaching mentality and his philosophy and what he preaches, practice what you preach, and one snap at a time, one week at a time, no outside distractions. We're going to take one play at a time, make the most of that specific play. Like, I get it, okay? I get it, Flo. But can't, can't you give us something, right? Like, don't downplay the rivalry. Or I, I guess... Just give me something, Flo. Give me something there. Like, I get it, okay? I understand what Brian Flores does. I, under- I understand the way he approaches the game, and that's fine. But this game does mean a little bit more. It just does. And maybe, you know, he was spot on when he said for the fans or something there. And I am a fan, and I want to see this team beat up on the New York Jets. Because, again, I have no love for the New York Jets organization. But... Just give me something there, Flo. But listen, we have Tua Tagovailoa, right? Starting quarterback. He has to understand the dynamic between these two teams, right? Me personally, I, I don't necessarily believe in rivalries. I think, I think those are all made up for the hype. Um, but yeah, I, I know that every game in, in the NFL is a big game, and that's how we're going to treat this game. I mean, you got to be kidding me! I mean, come on, what's going on here? This is Dolphins Jets. Dolphins Jets, what's going on here? Your head coach and your starting quarterback? Your starting quarterback doesn't believe in rivalries? Bro, you went you went to Alabama. You played in the SEC. You guys have more rivalries than everybody. What's going on here? Confusing, man. Super confusing. But anyways, leave it to me to hype this one up, all right? Everybody, you're not going to get it from Flo. You're not going to get it from Tua. Fine, leave it to me. I'll hype this one up. Uh, but Fiorones, as he was talking about, plenty to see between the Dolphins and Jets today. And for starters, the process, kind of what I spoke about in that first segment, begins of evaluating Tua over the final seven games of the regular season before Miami's brass decides if it will revisit trade talks 
with the Houston Texans for quarterback Deshaun Watson. Again, this is David Fiorones of the Sun Sentinel. He says, Tungavailoa was kept away from starting each of the past two games, but when Brissett went down clutching his knee early in the second half versus the Baltimore Ravens, it was Tua who entered and was effective given the limitations with his fractured finger. Coming off the bench, Tua was 8 for 13, 158 yards in the second half, hitting a couple of big plays, one to uh, the wide-open Albert Wilson, 64 yards for a catch and run, and then another deep one to Jalen Waddle, 35 yards that showed just about as far as Tungavailoa could throw with the injured finger. And then he goes on to say how Tua is expected to play without limitations. And then it's a Dalton's defense that has found its stride in the two wins in five days over the Ravens and, and Texans that looks to continue that upward swing. Miami forced six turnovers in their back-to-back victories. And the Dolphins, as I have mentioned a couple times today during the show, they're facing the 36-year-old Joe Flacco, who will make his first start of the season versus the Miami Dolphins. Let's listen to some sound as we look ahead to today's 1 p.m. kickoff versus the Jets again. That game, you can hear it on AM 560 Sports WQAM. It is former Dolphin Channing Crowder. He played against the Jets a bunch of times. I doubt he has any love for this Jets organization either. He'll be on the air in just a couple moments with Kevin Rogers as they get your Miami Dolphins pregame show. It's Dolphins game day. Again, it's coming up at 9 a.m. at the conclusion of the Miami Dolphins Rewind Show. Here's Brian Flores on what he thinks about the New York Jets so far this season. Young team. Uh, I think they play with great effort. I think they've beat a couple good teams. I think we're going to have to you know, do a good job in our preparation, uh, getting ready for this group in all three phases. And I think we're going to have to prepare well and play well to have success. And I was doing the thing earlier in that first segment where you know, making the case for a little playoff push, maybe from the Miami Dolphins. Well, Brian Flores, because he's Brian Flores, he's not doing that. He's taking it one game at a time. I think it's always, you know, let's focus on today. Let's focus on our opponent this week. Focus on getting better today, um, which, you know, we talked about that in our meetings. You know, let's, you know, make some corrections or things we, you know, we, we could have done better from the other day. Try to get that corrected, fixed today, and then have a good week of preparation on the Jets. Um, and really, that's it. So, um, I mean, that's the approach that I'm taking. And it's the message that the players are getting. You know, again, look, the Jets have, I think they got a good young team. I think they play hard. I think they've you know, beat some very good teams. We're going to have to play well. Tua also refuses to overlook the New York Jets. He was asked about the New York Jets and his expectations of what he's going to face in today's game. Here's what Tua had to say about the Dolphins' AFC East rivals. I would say they're they're good at what they do. Um, I mean, just regardless of the losses that they have, you look at the teams that they've beat. I mean, those are those are some really good teams with Cincinnati and the Titans. Um, you know, and we look at those things that they do really well and we try to avoid, you know, those things happening uh, in uh, these games. So, you know, we're going to try to do our best to play a mistake-free game. Obviously, that's never the case in games, but, uh, you know, the least mistakes as possible. Tua, as we know, still dealing with that injury. He was asked Wednesday about the status of his finger. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any limitations uh, for the Sunday with the finger. 
I think it, it feels good at this point. So, you know, it should be good. Tua was also asked about the status of his fractured rib. And, um, you know, he mentioned how much it sucked to play through that pain. But, listen, Tua's expected to play today. And from what we saw on Thursday night a couple days ago versus Baltimore, he should be good to go despite dealing with the fractured finger as well. Now for some roster moves that the Dolphins made yesterday and your latest injury report, it came Friday. I mentioned it earlier, Christian Wilkins, Andrew Van, Gil- uh, Andrew Van Ginkle, the two players who are questionable for today's game. They were both limited in practice all week. Christian Wilkins was actually not at practice on Wednesday. Uh, Jerome Baker, he was a full participant in practice. We know he's been dealing with some injuries. Jacoby Brissett with that knee injury, he was a full participant in practice. Brandon Jones, he's expected to play despite being limited and not participating on Wednesday. Um, And Adam Shaheen, also expected to play today as well. Tua was limited Wednesday, as I've mentioned, but he was a full participant on Thursday and Friday. So it's just Andrew Van Ginkle and Christian Wilkins who are questionable for today's game. And then for the Jets, we know about quarterback Zach Wilson, the rookie. He's doubtful for today, but we do know that Joe Flacco is starting. And then Nathan Shepard, defensive lineman, he is questionable today as well. Vera Tucker, questionable offensive lineman for the New York Jets and as for roster moves the Dolphins made a couple throughout the week but how about yesterday elevating Duke Johnson remember they signed him back in October when was it Malcolm Brown yeah Malcolm Brown went down on the IR Dolphins signed Duke Johnson former Kane and then now he will be available for today's game I was reading here on the Dolphins wire and you know they allude to the Jets having allowed the fourth most rushing yards per game, 133.9 this season, so they can be exploited on the ground. And we know that's really been difficult for Miami this season with Miles Gaskin, Savan Ahmed, just not really providing the um, you know the type of rushing attack you hope the Dolphins were going to have coming into this season with that tandem after last season towards the end, Gaskin and Ahmed really being pretty good it just hasn't worked out for them how much of that this year is the offensive line just not being good enough to get uh you know these running backs into positions to break through holes and 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 make big plays I don't know I don't know how much it has to do with Miles Gaskin and Savan Ahmed just not being a good enough tandem and this offensive line just really being porous throughout the entire season but For all you Miami Hurricane fans, at least you got Duke Johnson to root for today. Maybe he'll get some touches in today's game. Still have a ton to get to in the Miami Dolphins Rewind Show. I'll tell you what the Jets head coach thinks about Tua, Xavier Howard, and this Miami Dolphins team over the past couple of weeks. Plus, I was reading something really interesting on ESPN.com just a couple days ago. The worst loss every NFL franchise has had throughout the history of their team and um, found it very interesting what the Miami Dolphins' worst loss was, according to ESPN. I'll explain next here on the Miami Dolphins Rewind Show. This is Dolphins Rewind on the home of every Miami Dolphins game. AM 560, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Lexus, who invite you to see, hear, feel, and experience amazing. Dolphins game day is coming up shortly. 
Week 11, Dolphins, Jets, 1 p.m. I'll get into some keys to today's game, how the Miami Dolphins can beat the New York Jets, but we kind of know. Just blitz the bleeping hell out of Joe Flacco today. That's it. That's it. Blitz the hell out of Joe Flacco today. It's Tua taking on the 36-year-old Joe Flacco. Dolphins looking for their third consecutive victory. Hopefully will be a fun one for Miami Dolphins fans that have either A, made the trip up to MetLife Stadium. Today I saw a ton of Dolphins fans at the airport yesterday. I saw the Miami Dolphins podcast network did a MetLife takeover yesterday in New York. And there were a ton of Dolphins fans. Um, or B, there's just a ton of Dolphins fans that live up here as well. So you know the Finns Army will be representing the team well at MetLife today. Again, a 1 p.m. kickoff right here on AM560 Sports WQAM. Before we move any further, I would like to play for you some audio from the Jets head coach, Robert Sala, and what he thinks about this Miami Dolphins team. He was asked a series of questions. You're going to hear some of the questions in this. This is from his press conference on Friday about the Miami Dolphins. Robert, if I could just ask about two Dolphins players I don't think we hit on this week. Xavier and Howard. What does he do for them? We talk a lot about zero blitzes and stuff. Yeah, man. He's he's why they can do that, right? Absolutely. So Xavier Howard, um, uh, good by them to to get him locked up and happy with his contract. He's he's a stud, uh, a heck of a football player, deserving of everything that he has for uh, coming to him. And uh, he's when you have those guys on the outside who've been in the league, who can get the ball, who can who can lock people down, you can be a lot more aggressive in coverage and do the things that they're doing. And and, and uh, so Xavier, he's yeah, he's a stud. So. And then, I mean, that's about what are you seeing from Tua? I know he's been dealing with the finger, but, um, you know, what are you getting against the Ravens? And what are you seeing earlier in the year from him? You know, um, not going to allow us hoping to see something worse. <laughs> but <laughs> he, uh, he's he been getting better. You know, I, um, you know we, we played him in San Francisco last year. Obviously, he didn't play. Uh, it was still Fitzpatrick, but uh, to see a lot of crossover games because they played our division. So you know, we saw him play and get to, get to hear, and um, you see him progressing. Like the, the young man's getting better. Uh, he's getting he gets the ball where it go, needs to go. He's good with his reads. Uh, he's got some good playmakers to get it to. They do a really good job with their RPO scheme. They do a really good job taking shots. He's got the arm strength to go anywhere on the football field. He's got good mobility, um, and he's just one of those guys. He's he he's. A young, a young man. He's still getting as many reps as he can, and but you can visibly see that he is getting better. Right, we got one more for you with Holland, the, the rookie safety. He obviously can get to the quarterback, and, and he's shown a lot in coverage. How rare is that this early, and how much do you think he's had to do with their success of the defense in, in recent weeks? You know, they're when. when you know, they, they play a, a, a really cool scheme in, in the way they do things, especially pre-snap. With all the pre-snap disguise, they've, they've gotten very aggressive the last couple of weeks. You know, they're, um, uh, it seems like they're trying to reattach to what they did a year ago uh, when they were playing such they were, they were playing pretty good defense last year. And they were this year, but you could see them getting back to it with all the uh, zero blitzes and how aggressive they've been these last three weeks. So when you do have a back end and they've been together and they're getting games together, and I know he's, he's young, but um, you know to have a guy like Xavier Howard to be able to communicate and tie everything together and just all that communication, you can get aggressive and, uh, uh, and you can do multiple things knowing that everyone's going to be on the same page. So that just that group in general has, has given them the freedom to be able to be multiple and it's, they've, been, they've been hot for the last couple of weeks. That is the Jets head coach, Robert Sala there. Jets 2-7, and seven, 
He had some positive things to say about Tua Tungawailoa. Uh, no reason to bring up Ryan Fitzpatrick there. Uh, don't worry about last year's games versus San Fran. No reason to bring up Fitzy there, Salah. Uh, but, you know, he had high praise for him. Says he's clearly getting better. Talked about the Dolphins scheme there as well. Had obviously great things to say about Xavier Howard. So Dolphins Jets coming up at 1 p.m. today. The best audio that came out of Dolphins press conferences this week was guess who? Robert Hunt. Robert Hunt stole the show Thursday night. Perhaps the greatest touchdown called back in the history of the NFL. Certainly in the history of the Miami Dolphins. The greatest touchdown that did not count. Robert Hunt brought on the TV broadcast after the game to talk about a play that did not count. Brian Flores wasn't too amused about the fact that his offensive lineman forgot he can't catch a ball. His guard forgot he can't catch a ball. (laughs) But um, there's no doubt Robert Hunt stole the show. It went viral. Everybody saw Robert Hunt make one of the most impressive plays you will ever make a big dude. And bro, Robert Hunt is a big dude. How about Robert Hunt? Listen to him here. It was a great question. I think it was Joe Shad of the Palm Beach Post. Asked him what he did during his weekend off because the Dolphins played Thursday night. So they got the weekend off. Listen to what Robert Hunt did on his weekend off. Um, it was good, man. You know, to get a couple of days um, away from the game. You know, just not totally away from the game, but like a little bit from the game. You know, at the big win for our team. Um, you know, so that's that. I got, out, I got away a little bit. Went to the Everglades. Did a little swimming. You know, so I, I, had, I, had a, I had a couple of good days. You swim in the Everglades? Yeah, man. Something you can't ever, yeah. I know. I want to do it for my bucket list. <laughs> it was one like 30 away, 30 feet away. While you were in the water? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And then, so I saw it. You know, we saw it. We got in. I got out. My girlfriend jumped back in. So, yeah. I, I wasn't going back in. So, yeah. <laughs> I was once he, once he dipped his head under the water, I was done. So I let her, I let her and a friend have that one. Is this on your Florida man bucket list? Like, yeah, man, yeah. I just want to say I did it. You know, so now I can say I did it. So when I do say I did it, you ask, you'll say, "Damn, what you do?" You know, so people are like they don't expect that. So, yo, Robert Hunt is becoming my favorite Dolphin by far. Forget the fact that this dude forgot he was a guard, caught a screen pass, dove for the end zone, got the extension. Got the touchdown, called back, but whatever, not important. Bro, this guy's swimming with alligators, and he's dating a girl who jumps back into the water despite knowing that there's an alligator in the water. I mean, this guy is turning out to be one of the most interesting dolphins that I can remember since not just covering this team and and following this team for WQAM, but just being a fan my entire life. Like, this guy is a load of fun. I love me. Some Robert Hunt. I might have to get a Robert Hunt jersey at this point. And I can't imagine Chris Greer, Brian Flores are loving the fact that on their off weekend, you know, swimming with alligators, maybe not the best thing you want to hear from a guy you invested a lot of money in. And by the way, I, I'm born and raised in Dade County. I've been to the Everglades a million times. I love going to Shark Valley, riding bicycle uh, through Shark Valley. And there's alligators everywhere. I'm not going in the water, bro. I'm not like that. How about jumping out of a plane? That seems safer. 
right? Go go skydiving. Seems a little safer. There's like a 99.9% success rate with that. I don't know what the success rate is of jumping into a, 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 the Everglades where you know there's alligators in and getting out alive. I don't know. I imagine it's high as well. It doesn't seem like the safest thing ever. I, that headline, Robert Hunt, bitten by alligator and Everglades on weekend off is it's what the New York Post is waiting for right like the Florida man Miami Dolphins guard Robert Hunt bitten by alligator while swimming in Everglades on the weekend off I mean he's he's just asking to be part of a headline Robert stay stay out of the Everglades bro stay out of the the alligator infested water score more touchdowns Take more screen passes away from Miles Gaskin. Put that on your bucket list. Score two touchdowns that don't count in an NFL game. Go and jump out of an airplane, bro. What are you doing, Robert Hunt? How about this? This is Tua Tungabailoa's reaction to that Robert Hunt story, by the way. I haven't done anything like that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I haven't done anything to maybe put put my life, you know. And I, that's oof. So that's tough. But you know, he deserves it. I mean. Yeah, he, he caught he caught the screen that was supposed to be a throwaway to Miles, and he he made the best of that. So, you know, <laughs> man, protect Robert Hunt at all costs. Don't let that dude in any more alligator infested waters. Keep him the hell away from the Everglades. But seriously, Robert Hunt is awesome. That dude is awesome. Protect him at all costs. Dolphins Jets coming up today. Robert Hunt will be in action. The Miami Dolphins in action, looking for their third consecutive victory and they, they've got to have it today right they just absolutely have to have it today i'll read you here as we wrap up the miami dolphins rewind show with solana on am 560 sports wqam it's kevin rogers channing crowder dolphins game day coming up from mike masala of the dolphins wire i always read this for you every sunday the four keys for the miami dolphins to beat the jets in week 11 Go ahead, take a guess what number one is. I told you just a couple minutes ago, get pressure on Joe Flacco. While Flacco's an an experienced veteran, he is even less mobile now at 36 years old than he was in his prime with the Ravens. I don't even have to continue reading this. Blitz the hell out of Joe Flacco today. That has to be number one priority for this Miami Dolphins defense and team, period. Number two here from the Dolphins wire, get push on the offensive line. And I love this. They write, Miami's offensive line has been appropriately named this season because they have been downright offensive for a majority of the year, whether it's Eichenberg, Austin Jackson, Jesse uh, Jesse Davis. It feels like someone is always giving up pressure or getting beat to a spot. We know the Dolphins have had a big issue with their offensive line, but the Jets' defense is not good. So not only are we hoping that this offensive line can at the very least get to a tongue of Iloa some time today to make plays happen, get him a couple seconds longer than you have this season to either roll out of the pocket, extend the play, or for him to sit in the pocket and throw some deep passes because we saw it when he has time. He's able to connect on those, but even maybe create some push up front and get the, the running game going. I mean, that would be absolutely incredible for the Miami Dolphins today. And I'm going to skip ahead here just for time's sake because we are running out of time. But finally, the final key here of the Dolphins wire for them to beat the New York Jets today, it is limit their own mistakes. They write, when the Dolphins have lost in 2021, it can be argued that they were simply the cause of their own problems. They mention 
how the Dolphins lost turnover battles by a wide margin and were giving up the ball at the worst times. If they can keep the ball in their hands and not stall drives with stupid penalties, they should be able to overcome the challenges that the Jets present and win the game. And I couldn't have said it any better myself. I mentioned you're starting Joe Flacco of the New York Jets. The only rationale there is they're going to limit their turnovers, hoping that a veteran will not make any mistakes against a very good Miami Dolphins defense, and that'll keep them in the game with the mindset that this Dolphins offense is going to make turnovers and has struggled to put points on the board all season long. Hopefully that's not the case today for this Miami Dolphins offense. You're hoping for a big game from Tua Tungavailoa. This has been the Miami Dolphins Rewind Show. I am Alejandro Solana. Every Sunday, 8 a.m., it is the Dolphins Rewind Show right here on your home for the Miami Dolphins, 560 WQAM. You have Dolphins Jets coming up at 1 p.m. You can hear it here on WQAM, but coming up in just a couple moments, it's Channing Crowder, former Dolphin, and Kevin Rogers. Dolphins game day, they will get you ready for today's kickoff, and they'll take you up until 1245. Then you have... Jimmy Cephalo, Joe Rose, and the Hall of Famer Jason Taylor coming up. That's all next on WQAM. We'll talk next week on the Dolphins Rewind Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.